This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, where our goal is to inspire and encourage you with actionable strategies to take you from overwhelmed to confident in your homeschool adventure. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode 154. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Jim Hodges Audiobooks. His tagline is, because mom can only read so much. And isn't that true? This is one of the hardest things about wanting to read a ton of wonderful books to your kids, but kind of getting tired of doing it by yourself. Now you can get Jim Hodges Audiobooks and he will do it for you. Plus, he has a download a month club, which is an awesome value. You don't even have to use up your credits each month. You could save them say till the end of the year, and then go ahead and purchase a bunch of downloads and gift them to your kids for Christmas, like whatever you want. He has G.A. Henty historical novels, old time radio shows, classic literature, and even offers study guides to enhance your learning. So go on over to 41more.com forward slash audio to check out Jim Hodges audiobooks for your homeschool. Welcome to episode 154. Of course, the show notes can be found at forwardmore.com forward slash 154. And I will be putting links to everything we talk about today. So today's topic is just simply writing tips for your homeschool. I know writing can be one of those topics that we find it hard to teach our kids for some reason. It just feels like there's a roadblock for some kids in even just putting anything onto paper. Now, some of your kids are naturally writers and they will grab every empty notebook in the house, every scrap of paper and fill it with stories or, you know, they just love writing. But some of our kids really do struggle with this. So I want to give you four easy solutions that you can start using. I'm, I'm even with your very young kids. And by the time you've practiced these things and used these strategies, you will find that your kids are able to write. So if you have all young kids, definitely start using these right now. If you have middle school kids who you you've never done this before with, you can still use these strategies. You just might not need to use them as long because maybe they will pick up on it a little quicker due to their age and maturity level. So let's jump into these four really actionable writing tips that you can start using in your homeschool even this week. Number one is narration. Now, you Charlotte Mason homeschoolers will know all about narration, but some of us who aren't Charlotte Mason purists may feel a little bit intimidated when we hear this word. Sometimes we ask ourselves, well, if I don't employ all of Charlotte Mason's philosophy in my homeschool, can I really use just narration? And you absolutely can. And this is one of the best things about being an eclectic homeschooler, I feel like, is you can pick and choose the best from every method. So if you've never heard of narration for before, I do have a narration cheat sheet, which I will link to in the show notes. But narration is simply the act of telling, retelling, like, verbally have your kids retell. Like after you read a chapter in your read aloud, say, okay, what just happened? 
and let them tell back. And you don't have to be critical about what they say or say, well, no, that wasn't the main point. Like it's just a matter of getting them comfortable with retelling. And so this is so easy to do with young kids. There's no writing involved. And this is why it's really good to start early with this. It is a skill. And as they get older, you can start to say, okay, instead of just telling me one sentence, see if you can you know, answer a few more questions. What happened? Who was involved? You know, why was it important? You know, see how you can use that with your history lesson, your science lesson, your read aloud, whatever you're doing in your homeschool, you can start to use narration. So that's simply your child summarizing or retelling back. We use this in our inductive Bible studies for kids as well. Because if your kids can narrate or summarize what they just read, you know they understand it. Some kids can kind of cheat a little as far as not really know what went on, but still fill out a worksheet and guess their way around it. But when you're doing narration, you either know it or you don't. It's pretty obvious. It's a great way to assess your kids' learning without a pile of worksheets. And this goes along with what we were talking about last week in episode 153 with digging out from a pile of worksheets in your homeschool. One of the great strategies to start using is narration. I mean, your kids could write a book report, but if this is just really painful for them and for you, why do you have to have a book report? They're not in a classroom where the teacher has to have every child write a book report in order to assess whether they read the book or not. You could literally have a conversation with your child after they read each chapter or at the end of the book and say, okay, tell me what the book was about. Can you see how this is a whole lot uh, less painful than writing when your child is struggling with putting pen to paper. So that's why it's great to use even with young kids. But once again, if your middle schoolers have never done this before, go ahead and start with narration. When they read their science topic or their history, just talk about it. That's a very simple way to start with. It's like a pre-writing skill. The second thing I want to let you know about if you're not doing it already in your homeschool, and that is copy work. Now, sometimes copy work can turn into into busy work, can turn into, I just want my child to be filling out worksheets, so I feel like we're doing homeschool. But if you actually find really great writing for them to then copy, that's actually a valuable skill. So the real purpose of copy work is to familiarize your children with good writing. I believe I read that Ben Franklin actually learned to write this way. He would read a really good piece of writing. He would outline it. He would put away the original. He would look at his outline and he would see if he could, you know, rewrite it and do a good job. And he kind of trained himself to be a good writer this way. Now with copy work, you could eventually do that, or you could simply find really great literature, really wonderful, you know, writing a paragraph, a sentence, depending on your child's age and their ability, right? Young kids have one really well-written sentence. Older kids, they can care, uh, they can copy a paragraph from the literature they're reading or their history, you know, whatever they're reading, if it's real, if it's well written. So your kids learn spelling and punctuation and composition. They are learning vocabulary and sentence structure and grammar. Think about what they're learning. They're also practicing their handwriting. So as long as you're picking really great things to copy, copy work is an awesome tool to use as you get your kids ready for more advanced writing. So number one is narration. This is verbal. Number two is copy work. Okay, they really are writing, but they don't have to come up with the ideas on their own. They're just getting used to what is a really well-written sentence look like and composition that's done really well. What does that look like? That's copy work. 
The third step in kind of helping your kids get along in writing a lot better is to use dictation. Now, this is where you will verbally give the sentence and your child will write it down. And of course, you can repeat it, but you want to get to the point where you don't have to repeat it a whole lot. They're able to remember that sentence in their mind and then put it on paper. We use all about spelling in our homeschool, and we've talked about how awesome we think it is. And all about spelling uses dictation. So my kids are doing this from the, you know, about first grade. They're learning how to do dictation with simple sentences and then the sentences get longer. And I've noticed that they're able to remember a lot and put it down on paper and it really does grow. That skill really does grow as you're able to repeat it over and over throughout their schooling. So you can do the same thing as you would have done with copy work. Instead of giving them the sentence and they look at it and they write it down, you're just going to say the sentence slowly, you know, repeat it a couple times as needed as they get used to it. You don't want them to be frustrated and then have them learn to listen and write it down. Now, eventually you can turn this dictation into their own, um, their own sentences. So for example, go back to narration. Maybe you just read Little House on the Prairie. You just read a chapter with your child and you say, okay, what happened in this chapter? And she gives you a sentence. Um, you then can write it down as the adult and then turn around and you say it, do it as a dictation exercise, and your child then writes it down. So they're essentially writing their own sentence, but instead of that that par- paralysis that sometimes happens where they're like, oh, I have to put it on paper and it's a blank sheet of paper. You're writing down what they say verbally, and then you're turning around and saying it to them as a dictation sentence, and then they write it down. So your child is essentially writing down their own sentence, but it takes away this pressure sometimes that some of our kids feel when they have to write. And as you do this over and over, they're going to start to see, oh, I really can write. I really can come up with the sentences in my head. Now they just, the next step is obviously going to be them coming up with the sentence in their head and then writing it on paper without you as the middleman. Can you see how all of these steps are connected? You start with baby steps. You do narration till they're really comfortable. You do copy work. You can also do copy work at the same time as you're working on narration. And then you start to do dictation of someone else's sentences Then you start dictating their own sentences back to them. And now number four, the last tip is to require them to do short reading summaries. This can be great for any subject. This is where if you're, whether you're using a textbook or you're using just beautiful literature and beautiful books from the library to study your science and your history and that type of thing, as you're probably wondering like, okay, if I just use library books to study, say the solar system, instead of using an actual curriculum, how in the world will I assess my kids? Do I need to print out tons of worksheets? Here's where once again, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, tune into 153, where we talk about not overwhelming your kids with worksheets. Well, here's what you can do instead. You can say, okay, we're going to, after we read this book about the solar system, Well, of course, you could just do a narration orally, but as your kids get older and middle school and older, you can have them write reading summaries. And this is where they're going to start to put those really well thought out sentences on paper. You can start really short and talk about how you make, you know, three sentences or a short paragraph, and then you start increasing the difficulty from there. You can even use reading summaries as your kids get into high school. If you're, especially this is 
applicable if you're putting together a course and it doesn't come with tests and quizzes and you're wondering, how do I give them a grade on the transcript? Well, ahead of time, you can make a rubric, like what are the guidelines? What do I have to see in this paper to give you, you know, an A or a B? And it doesn't have to be a whole paper, but I mean like a reading summary, decide on the number of words, decide what they need to cover. And once they've studied through a topic, have them explain the importance, the, you know, the main points, what they've learned, kind of show that they understand the material. So you can use this even all the way into high school for an assessment for your kids. So I hope these four simple writing tips have helped you realize you don't need fancy writing curriculum, although you can get really great writing curriculum for the homeschool market, but you can use this across the subject areas to help your kids become better writers naturally. It's baby steps. It's little by little. It's not overwhelming because you're helping them grow their skills. They're kind of, it's kind of scaffolded, right? So they're starting with narration and this is verbal and this is really not scary even for really young kids. Kids naturally love to tell you about things. So take that natural love of just talking with your child and help them learn to craft their thoughts and get their thoughts more succinct and more clear. Then you move on to copy work, which is helping them see really great writing and they go ahead and copy it in their best handwriting. And then you move on to dictation, which could be you dictating really great, you know, compositions or sentences, or it could be you dictating back to them what they verbally narrated to you. And then finally, you move on to reading summaries for as they get older, upper elementary, middle school, and even into high school. And honestly, even your young kids can do reading summaries, even if it's one sentence, you know, after you read something, you're like, okay, write down one sentence. And you don't really have to be super picky about what they write. You just want them getting comfortable with writing and you can work on it from there. So I hope some of these tips have been helpful. I will put links in the show notes to resources that you can check out to help you with writing in your homeschool. And of course, you can find the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 154. Thanks for joining us today. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.